I told you, I'll think about it and I'll get back to you. It sounds a little fiery, sounds a little feisty, but at the same time, I have to be responsible for my wellness first. I have to be responsible for my wellness first. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to the Self Love Fix podcast where we get relatable, we share tea, and we support each other on this journey of self-love, self-worth, personal development, self-esteem, and self-care. Because why wait until it's too late to start becoming the best version of ourselves? Let's start today. And I'm your host, Beatrice. So let's get into it. Welcome back to the Self Love Fix podcast. I am your host, Beatrice, and I just want to say I hope you're having a good week. Um, we just passed hump day per usual because this podcast always comes out on Thursdays. But anyways, I hope you're having a good week and I hope that you are going to have an even better weekend. Um, last week, we talked about gratitude and how important it is to show gratitude to yourself and to others and to make it a lifestyle as opposed to just something you do in a moment of feeling thanks and if you haven't checked it out you should check it out because honestly I'm telling you living a life of gratitude will change your life it really will so in the last episode I mentioned um, doing IG lives and um, I toyed with or dabbled into the idea of doing weekly lives and then I realized you know what wait let me kind of slow it down right because we're all about self-care here I just I really want to get to do weekly lives and I know we'll get to the point where we do weekly lives but I also want to make sure to have content and topics that make sense to do lives um but I just kind of also want to play around with does actually weekly lives work best or is it monthly or is it bi-weekly you can let me know in the dms you know slide in the dms on the instagram at the self-love fix or even shoot me an email at hi at beatricecamau.com that's k-a-m-a-u um if you want to you know let me know what you think about the live situation or how frequent they should be still toying with it um but if you want to know when there is going to be a live i will make sure to announce it on the gram at the self-love fix and also on the email list if you're not on the email list there's a link in um there's going to be a link in the description box below where you can get on the email list um and also get a free guide a free um tip a five-day guide um, or five-day tip guide on how to stop caring about what other people think about you. So definitely um, plug your email in there. We got lots of fun things going on in the email list with notifications and then Friday newsletters. Actually, speaking of that, um, so the top five, top five, top five I used to do on the podcast is now switched over to the email list with um, much more content that relates to self-love and self-awareness and self-worth and things that apply directly uh, to you that I'm just thinking about for the week. So yeah, definitely get on the email list if you're not already. So this week, I really want to talk about workplace wellness. So this podcast, I I just want to emphasize, is all about, it it is about self-love, but it's also about self-care. And I think one of the places where a lot of us do not um or maybe lack 
self-care in the most is in the workplace in terms of how we allow people to treat us, um, how we interact with um, people in places of authority and even our coworkers, and how we allow ourselves to, you know, how we're taking breaks, how productive we are or overproductive we are all that kind of stuff I think this is one area even I've noticed in myself that I'm like I have to reevaluate this because you know you don't want to work yourself to the bone to the point where you have nothing left to give to your family to your friends to yourself at the end of the day like how many of you feel so drained at the end of the day that all you want to do when you get home from work is watch tv and then knock out right? Like, I just don't feel like work should be that way, whether you're an entrepreneur or you um, work, you know, a nine to five or any other kind of job. It should not be like that. It just shouldn't. There should be balance. And I think a lot of workplaces, um, at least properly, (laughs) properly managed workplaces try to um, do, you know, implement things that help with that, you know, offering benefits for, you know, you taking care of your wellness in terms of working out or, um, making sure that you aren't doing more than you can handle. But I think that it's half the job or yeah, your job's work and the other half belongs to you. So, you know, it could be that your job is set up such that you shouldn't be overworked, but maybe you work salary or maybe you just really, really want to hit your work goals and then you find yourself doing the most to the point where you don't have any energy left and then you resent your job. So, There should be boundaries that your work has established to keep you from overworking yourself and that you establish to keep you from overworking yourself, right? So one thing I think that can cause a lot of, you know, lack of workplace wellness is comparing yourself to your coworkers and kind of making yourself be the kind of worker that your coworker is. You can't be the kind of worker that your coworker is. And you might have the type of coworker that tries to advise you. And I say advice in air quotes because, you know, it might be unsolicited. It might be unwelcomed. They just might come to you and be like, oh, you should really try to do it this way. Or maybe you should really try to do it that way. Oh, you know what really helps me? And they're just kind of doing, uh, talking about all those kind of things that, you know, the methods they think are the best way. And, uh, and, but it almost comes off in a sort of way that seems like I know best and you should do this if you want to be the best worker. Here's the thing I've learned in um, my experience working with other people is that you know best how to work, um, how to do your work. You know what's best. You really do. Even if you don't think you do, you know your methods, you know your strategies, you know how to get your work done. And if somebody else wants to give you their two cents, I mean, that's nice. You know, they probably mean well. But do you have to take that advice and overwork yourself? Because your coworker might just want to do so much extra that they're pouring out all of themselves and then not leaving, you know, anything left for themselves. And they they might think that's the best way to work. But maybe that's not best for you. So if you start comparing yourself to your colleagues and then you end up finding that, hey, maybe they're not uh, as drained as you are when you try to apply their methods, you know, you'll just find that it's not, it doesn't work the same way. Like, because again, you have your own or you know your own methods and your own strategies. So if you find that your coworkers, you know, do a little extra and you're like oh I should be doing a little extra well ask yourself do you want to do a little extra because your coworkers are doing a little extra or because you think you need to yourself so I think one thing is 
just don't compare yourself to other co-workers just make sure you're doing the work that you feel like you're performing the best that you feel you're performing as opposed to using other people as a measuring stick so number two not taking on too many responsibilities um you know that's workplace wellness we want to make sure that we're doing what we can handle because if you start agreeing to help your coworkers or other people with things and then you realize you're putting too much on your plate now what you're doing is you're not going to execute and perform as well as you could because you have all these other responsibilities one thing i always do in my job is whenever somebody like a coworker asks me can you help me with this i always say you know let me think about it or let me actually get back to you i'm not really sure right now it makes people mad <laughs> it makes people frustrated expect that expect that people are going to get mad and frustrated especially if you are the type that usually says yes to everything but let them get mad and frustrated because do you want to be tired and do you want to have too much on your plate that you can't do like you'll find that you can't do and then who's going to be in trouble you not them you so I always do that I don't care if it takes me I'm a little bit indecisive so I don't care if it takes me 5 10 15 minutes I told you I'll think about it and I'll get back to you it sounds a little fiery sounds a little feisty I do have a Sagittarius rising so that's where that comes from but at the same time I have to be responsible for my wellness first I have to be responsible for my wellness first so yeah, just make sure that you aren't doing things for um, your colleagues, your other colleagues, because you feel like you have to or because they ask you. You can, you have an option. You have an option to say, hold on, let me think about it, or to actually just say, you know what, I can't. I can't. I try to make it such that I know my workload at all times so that I can just tell somebody straight away, you know what, I really can't do that. But there are times I don't know. <laughs> you know, I have to actually look at my calendar and I'm like, oh. I actually can't you know and I I try not to let it get to me if I know like it means someone else is gonna have to you know deal with the workload and the burden but if I myself know that my work will suffer in trying to help you finish yours uh-uh I'm not doing it I'm not doing it I'm just gonna have to tell you I'm sorry but I I don't have room or space or time to do it period another way that we want to practice wellness in the workplace is practicing telling your colleagues I actually have to get back to this right now or you know like I really need to work on this project right now or insert whatever you'll have to be working on so basically what I mean is you know we all have that coworker who kind of comes to your office or your cubicle or whatever it is and just you know starts talking about that show from last night sometimes I'm that coworker. I'm not even gonna lie but you know start talking about that show from last night or starts you know talking about their weekend or whatever and I believe in having a little chit chat I think that's great at work um it's that's another part of wellness is being able to have relationships with the people you work with but then there's always that person who talks for too long because maybe they don't want to get back to work or they just enjoy your company whatever the case if you know that you have like a deadline coming up or you really need to finish something so that you're not at work all day you just got to practice saying you know what I really want to talk about this show right now, but I actually have to finish this. Ooh, that sounds really great, but you know what? Tell me about this tomorrow. Tell me about this tomorrow. Or tell me about this at lunch. Save that. Save that for lunch. You don't have to even be rude about it. You can just kind of let them know nicely, like, I really can't. I really can't talk about this right now. So that's something I've been having to practice, too, lately at work, is just being like, oh, 
I really want to talk about that. Ooh, I really want to hear your opinion about that. But tell me about it at lunch. I really have to finish this right now. I think that'll help you um, a lot because it helps conserve your energy because now you're not sitting and listening to someone for ages and hours on end talk about something when you know you need to get something done and you're also respecting yourself by knowing that okay I know I need to finish this and this is my boundary like I can only talk to you for you know so long before I feel drained and before I feel a little bit antsy because I need to get something done so it respects yourself and it also helps other people know your boundaries because once you tell somebody that like oh you know what I really would love to hear that hear about that but let's talk about it later or at lunch um they'll see like oh she's serious you know she or he or they they really want to get um they want to get their work done I'll just you know I'll get back to my work now so it communicates to yourself and to others your own boundaries so that's a huge one I would say um in workplace wellness Okay, so another one is make sure your management is approachable. You want to be able to feel like you can talk to your manager about things you're struggling with or things that are not okay or whatever it is. You want to be able to feel like you can talk to your manager about that. If you're feeling afraid to speak up about things that are going on or if you're noticing some, I don't know, fraudulent activity happening in your workplace, but you feel like if you report it, you're going to get thrown under the bus or if you just feel scared, <laughs> if you should not be scared to talk to management. I have had countless jobs where this has happened to me before I decided, uh-uh, I'm not going to allow myself to work in a place where I feel scared to talk to the people who are in charge of me and in charge of my paycheck. I'm not doing it. It's just, it creates unnecessary stress for you. And then at the same time, you just feel like your job is always hanging on the line, depending on how you approach them. That's not fun. That's not cool. Management should be approachable. And, you know, it should, that should just not even be an issue. I once had a manager who would yell at me and interrogate me if I made a mistake, like just heavy interrogations. It was never trying, she was never solution oriented. It was just always about, let me berate you for all the things you did wrong. And then let me make you scared (laughs) to um, talk about it. You know, like, so she would just interrogate me endlessly about, you know, from every angle about why I did something that I did and then she would never offer a solution for it she would just literally be like um you should know better you shouldn't do that she kind of talked to me I think like a child (laughs) that's the best way to put it and then every time she you know picked me apart she would always tell me about how I guess like her business was the best business and um her I don't know, the rest of her management team is the best of the best and how, you know, just, I don't know, it was so weird. She would tear me down and then talk about how great she and her management was. And I just remember thinking, what in the, what? I was so confused. It was very, it gave me a lot of narcissistic vibes. And as soon as that happened, you know, a couple times I was out, I was out the door. I was like, I'm not doing this. It was just, it was, you know, that's not how management should be. They should never be wagging the finger at you and then interrogating you and not giving you solutions. They should, if there is a problem, they should talk to you about it like an adult one-on-one and then you two together should be able to work 
together on how you can solve something because when you think about it you as an employee you're a piece of the puzzle just like your management you're all working together to make a corporation run so why should anybody ever treat you like a child or treat you you know like you're not an adult who's fully capable of correcting their own behavior and being responsible for their own actions they they shouldn't be treating you like anything less also in workplace wellness if you work salary when your eight hours are finished go home just go home unless of course you have um, things you really need to finish and deadlines things you need to catch up with that absolutely can't wait until the next day of course stay finish your work but if you don't and you just feel like you need to stay and do more work don't do that stay your eight hours and go just believe me you don't want to be exerting any more energy than you have to if you don't have to if nobody's holding you there and there's no reason to work extra don't because you're going to be drained and you're not going to be able to be present for yourself your pets your family your um, significant other whoever if you're just always working extra when you don't have to I'm a big believer in goals and um, working hard and everything like that and I do agree some days you need to stay late at work but not every day work-life balance is key and part of work-life balance is not overworking yourself simply put just don't overwork yourself if you don't have to. So remember earlier how I was talking about how um, a lot of times we go to work or when we come home from work, we feel drained and all we want to do is pass out and watch Netflix and then go to bed. So have you noticed that usually when you do go to work, like right before you get in, you do have a lot more energy, but at the end it just gets depleted. I've noticed that one of the ways my energy would get really depleted is by kind of being an enabler for somebody else's negative energy. So when I say an, an enabler, I'll explain what that means. So basically, if you have that one person, that one coworker who kind of likes to complain about management, complain about other coworkers, complain about the company itself, or just complain about really anything in general, um, have you noticed that whenever there's that person in a, with a group of other colleagues, there's always that one person that tunes in and sits there and listens to the whole rant, and then there's other people that check out at different times, and they're just like, I'm not even going to do this. Or there's even that one person who from the beginning is like, uh, and they just leave and don't even participate at all. Yeah, you probably want to be that person, that person who just doesn't participate at all. Of course, I never want to tell you what to do, but I'm just advising you if conserving your energy is one of your main things or your main priorities. When you notice that somebody's spending their time complaining or speaking badly about management or other people, just do a 180 or a 360 and go go back to your cubicle, go into a break room, go somewhere. Because like for me, for example, whenever I get a little whiff or a little sniff of someone who just wants to sit there and vent about what they don't like about the company, for me, like I love where I work. I love it. And I have no problems with anybody um, in terms of, you know, I just don't talk about people um, in the workplace. That's not something I do. So I don't want to be around people who do that because I don't, I don't want to co-sign with that basically enabling is almost co-signing when you think about it meaning when you're just sitting there listening nodding your head you know kind of being like yeah yeah you know I get what you mean about that nope 
save yourself, just leave. Just leave because when somebody complains, you're giving your energy by sitting there and listening to and almost supporting that little complaining rant venting session. So just you could just go just excuse yourself you don't have to sit there and listen to somebody who wants to complain especially about a place you may like and if you don't like it which you know there's a lot of us who don't like where we work I think it's still gonna take your energy too to sit there and listen to that because what's gonna happen is now they're being upset about or complaining about something is fueling your anger and your upsetness and now your whole view and your whole perspective of the day is just gonna be centered on oh, I hate my job I hate my boss I hate everybody whereas if you just get away from that energy you're probably not gonna be tuned into that idea of I hate this I hate that so in both ways you are concerned conserving your energy okay so another way to stay well in the workplace how many of you have that one colleague who whenever lunchtime or break time swings around they want to tell you their life story and the drama of the week that's going on um, in their life and they kind of want you to play the therapist for them but it's like every lunch though or every break right so I've noticed that whenever that kind of situation happens with me I'm I'm usually I don't know about you but like when lunch comes around or break comes around that's my me time especially lunch like if I if you clock out I clock out so that's literally actually me time because I'm no longer on the clock right so I you know, I don't mind chit-chatting with my coworkers. I do it all the time, but I also don't want to have a therapy session every single lunch. So what I usually do is I plug in my headphones or yeah, I'll plug in my headphones and then they might still try and talk. And then I'll just say, you know, I'm, I'm, I really want to watch this. I really want to catch up on this. If I don't want to put my headphones in and I'm not actually watching something, sometimes I'll just say, you know what, like when they proceed to tell me their story, I'll just say, you know what, um, I really don't know. I hope you figure that out, but I'm really not sure what I would do in that situation. And I kind of say it firmly to let them know, like, you know, hey, I really care about what's going on with you, but I also don't have the answers. And, you know, you probably shouldn't be asking me because it's going to be, it's not going to be an, you know, a worthwhile effort because I won't be able to help. So I would just suggest being like nice, but firm about how, you know, you really can't help. Just say a simple, I'm really sorry about that, but I'm not really sure what to do. Hope you figure it out. But you know, I, I'm not really sure that goes a long way. Or like I said, just even plugging in your headphones and just letting them know, Hey, I really actually want to catch up on this podcast or watch this show kind of a thing. And for the last way to be well in the workplace, I just wanted to mention making sure to eat lunch or eat snacks or drink water. I I get shocked by how many people I notice that don't um, have like aren't keeping up with fluids throughout the day, especially if you're at a desk job. If you're not, this is kind of hard. It really is hard to get fluids in if you're like, I don't know if maybe you're a nurse and you're walking back and forth on the floor or you just can't have water on Um, in the treatment area or the hospital area wherever you are or if you just work a more active job and you just can't have water around you I totally get that but when you do have your breaks make sure to drink fluids like you can get really tired um, from not drinking enough fluids dehydration will make you sleepy and then just making sure to eat things I I can't understand I personally don't understand how people can go an entire workday without eating 
I, it makes me worried <laughs> because I'm worrying like, oh, you know, is your, are you getting enough energy? I mean, are you having enough energy? You're probably not having enough energy if you're not getting that food in, those carbs in. I know I'm talking <laughs> about food and fluids now because um, like I've said before, I am a registered dietitian, so this one's really important um, for me to get across, but please make sure to drink some kind of fluids and eat some kind of food because you need to be able to have the energy and be you know, awake and alert to be able to be your best self at work right? So those were some of my tips for staying well in the workplace. I hope you learned a new thing or two. Um, Slide into the Instagram DMs at the self-love fix or even shoot me an email hi at Beatrice Kamau, K-A-M-A-U dot com if you want to, you know, leave me any comments or thoughts or suggestions about this episode. And don't forget if you haven't, click the link below to um, in the description box to be able to get your free guide on the five daily tips on how to stop caring what other people think and if you don't have a clickable link because i i do realize that i think spotify um and what was it google play and i think there's one other one <laughs> that doesn't have a clickable link just go to beatricekamau.com um at the time of this episode you will see um you'll see the link there so and again that's beatrice kamau k-a-m-a-u dot com and thank you for tuning in to this episode i will catch you next week <laughs>